Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com.
Com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. Hey, y'all. So this is day two, day two of uh, August what is like? What did we say we were gonna call it? I forgot what I said. I was gonna call it an August full of TJ and Jesus. That's why I added the Jesus because I felt like just with the TJ it was gonna feel a little self-serving. So because that's not what this is about. This is an August of TJ and Jesus. And so, Patrice, go ahead and paste that link. If you were here last night, before I get into the introductions, um, if you were here last night, paste the link uh, in. Wait. I think I can paste it. Hold on. Uh, I'll paste it where it can go everywhere, Patrice. And then, but you need to paste it uh, on the personal page of Facebook. So if you were here last night and you want to give me 60 seconds of your takeaway, 60 seconds of your takeaway, IG, you can't do it uh, because IG isn't connected to StreamYard. Um, but if you can't come over, hey, T2 and Sir Grayson, I see that my niece and nephew are here. If you uh, want to come on live, go to that link. And I want to take 60 seconds of three people, three people, because from the feedback of y'all being all up in my inbox, you sending me text messages and things like that, um, you... Andrea, yeah, Andrea has a family emergency. So let's definitely pray for her. Pray for Andrea and her family. Uh, if you want to come on and give me your 60 seconds, I want to hear from you. I want everybody to hear from you because one of the things that I want to make sure comes from this is the fact that this is a community. This, this is a community that we're building here um, that, uh, Patrice, did you paste it in the Facebook profile for me? Uh, in the pers on my personal page, because that's the only place that StreamYard won't let me paste within the stream. So paste it in the personal page. And um, in the meantime, while people are doing that, uh, I'm going to take the first three. I'm going to take the first three people. I am TJ Mercer. I'm typically known as the walking exclamation point, the chief noisemaker of Media Mavericks Academy, which means on any given day, you can find me teaching coaches, authors, experts, entrepreneurs, how to book themselves in the media without a publicist and without being a celebrity. Uh, because I spent 25 years working on some of the biggest shows in television. So I am a beast at what I do. I make no apologies. Uh, Tish says, nope, I am not presentable. Not today. I got you, Tish. Um, I make no apologies about the gift that God has given me in the media. So uh, yeah, but I am returning to my roots right now. And it was when I started doing live stream about five years ago on Periscope that I used to be the Bible storyteller and I would go live every day and just teach. And so God told me uh, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, that for the month of August, I need to return back to that because of things that he's doing in this season. Now, I don't really know why. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what's to be expected. I don't even know what we're supposed to be talking about every day of this month. All I know is I will show up doing what I'm supposed to do. And that is to pour into you. So get what you need. I came full. 
I took a month off basically in July. I came full. Hi, Corinne. I came full. So actually, I came in overflow. So get what you need because what I'm sensing in the spirit is that August is a pivotal month for us. It is a new a month of new beginnings being that it's the, the eighth month and it's pivotal. And I am so freaking excited about what I have to share. Like I have been counting down. I started studying this morning and I have been counting down like, oh my God, I can't wait to share this because for me, it's really taking me back to my days on Periscope when I could read the scripture and it would just come alive. And so I was having that moment with God, like, oh my God, it is so dope. I see it now. I see it. So, um, after we do our 60 seconds of letting people give me feedback, Patrice has pasted it in the uh, my personal page chat, and I've pasted it everywhere else that if you want to come on uh, and give me... Um, okay, so it said, whoops, Periscope didn't get your comment. So Periscope is not getting my comment. I have to actually change that link at some point. Um, so first up, I've got Patrice. Patrice, can talk, Patrice. I can make sure I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I just want to make sure I can hear you. Wonderful. Uh, so Patrice was on last night, and she probably was one of the most vocal of <laughs> of everybody. And <laughs> so I want to hear, Patrice. We want to hear. 60 seconds of what happened with you last night. I became Sir Grayson's doppelganger. Explain that for the new people. Um, Sir Grayson is my nephew, and I told a story about Sir Grayson last night, and he inspired his potty training. Sir Grayson the Great, Sir Grayson the Great. I'm told he's listening, so I had to sing it for him. Uh, but I'm, I, I told the story of him, uh, things that he does during potty training and it, the Holy Spirit used it to convict me. So go ahead, Patrice. Well, it, it, <laughs> you get, you had the picture of the toddler waking up from a nap and fighting not to go to do what he had to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay. And then you, you came back with the scripture, Genesis 12, one through six. And what I came away with was obey with no questions, mm -hmm. pray with authority and be ready for battle. Mm. Because okay. when, when, like when God told Abram to leave your native country take all your stuff, your family, your belongings, and go. He didn't say where, he just said go. <laughs> yeah. And then verse four says, so Abram departed as the Lord instructed. As the Lord instructed. Bruh. Yep. He just yep. said go, he didn't say go here, turn left. I need a plan, I need details, I need a blueprint. And who else, who else, wait a minute, because I know Patrice ain't the only one that had that moment last night. Uh, who else in there in the chat? Go ahead, Patrice. But I want Patrice to know she's not alone, though. Please, because I, I had to find my steel toe boots in the back of the closet mm -hmm. because I stood in the naughty corner and then I went and put my boots on because I knew I know it's coming tonight. 
what I heard was, I'm ready to take you someplace that you haven't been, but because you're fighting me, I'm gonna let you have an accident if you don't stop it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little too old. Good. Too, so that's, that's good. I'm gonna stop right now because I could keep going because I'm telling you, I've been washing baseboards today. Wait, no. <laughs> Yeah, you know that that phrase um, that we hooked onto last night. Uh, Abram departed as the Lord instructed him, or instruct, and as the Lord instructed. God gave me another. He showed me another phrase today in Scripture that y'all can hook on here. to. Yes, yes, here. love the highlights. Love the highlights. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. Uh, thank you, Patrice. Okay, Bert. You're up, baby. Yes. TJ. Yes, honey. If I were to say it, I mean, you put up on my grass, kicked into my door, and drank all my red Kool-Aid. That, <laughs> that is probably best to describe how I felt last night. Um, you were definitely a answer to a prayer I've had for quite some time regarding being obedient. And mm -hmm. I'll be transparent. I have control issues. <laughs> I'm just like, like I want to hold, hold on. Don't leave Bert by himself. Who else <laughs> has control issues? <laughs> I have control issues. I want to ask all the questions. I'm like, who, what, when, where, and how? But I realize that line of questioning has been holding me back from receiving what God has promised me. Mm -hmm. And I need to be okay to trust the process more and trust in him in that process. And that's that was my take away from last night. So I had to make an extra big glass of Kool-Aid today. And I appreciate that. Trust <laughs> me, that was huge. All right, okay, I received that. That's okay, and I'm telling you, y'all better arm up tonight, because I'm telling you, yeah. I, I can't wait for God to let me just get into this. All right, I yeah. got one more, I got one more. So Terrell, uh, there you go. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Terrell. How you doing? You got me this morning. <laughs> you got me this morning. I wasn't live with y'all yesterday, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to be live today. Mm -hmm. What time are we meeting? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, this morning you had me. This was all just like confirmation for me. Honestly, it was confirmation. I God told me a while ago, you got to leave your family. I know you guys have been, you know, on that one part where, you know, as he instructed you to go, I was on that part where he said, you have to leave your family. You got to leave your loved ones in order for him to get you to the next level and put you where he wants you to be. And yeah. I was like, you know, when he first told me that you got to go, I was like, oh, okay, no problem. I don't mind going, but I wanted to do it on my time. I no, so, oh, look, so when look. I was like, you don't get to dictate the promise. Ah, yeah. No, I wanted to do it on my time. I wanted to do it the way I wanted to do it. So I was still kind of double dutching with it. You know, I'm going to do it when I want it. He was like, what I told you? He said, yeah. didn't I tell you, you have to go? You have to leave. So, and you got to leave the people behind. He's not telling you that you got, you have to disown them. 
but you got to leave. So when you came with your story, you backed it up with description. I was like, oh my God, I was in a flood of tears. I was like, this is me. She's in my Who else was in tears? Because I got a lot of messages from people oh saying they're in tears. Who else was in tears? Mm. I don't want Tara to feel like she was alone. Who else was in tears? Look, I'm talking to you and I'm emotional right now. I'm like, it's because it's just so powerful the way that everything that we do in life is we can relate it back to scripture. And it was about that obedience part. It's about that walking and walking by faith, not by sight. It's about minding your own business. I know Tish is in there and I'm always saying, mind your own business. You don't have to know every step of the way what's going to happen. We all got those control issues, but we got to we got to walk by faith. Yeah. Wow. Lashinda says she was balling this morning on the way to work. Lynn was Tish, I went yeah, when you you guys hear me say Tish, I'm talking about Leticia Math, but Leticia Math, because you know she's famous on Facebook, but I know it as Tish. But Tish was like, I cried through the entire video. Yeah. So if y'all if just imagine, thank you, Terrell. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So just imagine if um, y'all were feeling that way as I was delivering it. Think about what I was feeling as I was processing it and having to deal with it and having to sit with it. That wasn't, that wasn't fun at all. Uh, all right, so let's get rolling. First thing I want to know from you in the chat is, Tell me who here knows that they are a beast at something. Like my tagline unapologetically is I am a beast in the media streets and I got the receipts to back it up. So what is that for you? Somebody in the chat, tell me, what are you a beast at? Like your expertise is highly sought after your expertise is appreciated you are called to deliver and and solve problems like what is that for you okay what is that for you i need to know that and as you're typing that let me go ahead and put my disclaimer when we, we're getting ready to get into the word know that when i deal with strip scripture I'm not coming from a scholarly perspective, hence why I'm the Bible storyteller. I have people who I consider my Bible scholars. When I go into it, God shows me just things between the line. The images come to, to life in my imagination because my gift, I worked in Hollywood for 25 years, so I'm used to telling stories. And so that is how I approach it. So if you looking for me to look at what the Greek is and like, I'll go through a bunch of translations to see if it's consistent and what, what is, is in my mind, but know that, know that I'm coming from a perspective of just making it real and coming to you. So Jamila is skincare. Patrice is serving. Chanel, wait, my dry erase board got water on it. Or, hold on. I'm making notes because I want to remember this. Chanel is girl empowerment. Okay. 
Lawanda, who is my graphic artist, is graphics, basically, creativity. Yvette. And you don't have to be like an entrepreneur. It's even if you are working in a factory, like you have have managed to be so skilled at whatever you're doing that the company is calling on you. They expect you to deliver. Uh, Kiva is my HU classmate, breast cancer. Camille, spreading joy. Okay, so that is where y'all have expertise. Okay. All right, so let's go to the word. We're going to start with Luke 5 verses 1 through 10. So I'm going to I'm going to read it all the way through and then we're going to back up and this is one of those times for those of you who've come through from my my periscope days this is one of those times that I'm just going to walk the scripture down and tell you what God showed me, okay? All right, so uh verse uh Chapter five, one through 10. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. Two, he noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, who was also Peter, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down. And this time their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, oh Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, I, I meant to verse uh, 11, sorry. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. All right, so let's walk this down. First of all, the context is that in chapter four, right before, you know what? I'm just going to read that right quick because I want y'all to, I want y'all to see this. In chapter four, let me go where it is. Okay, in chapter four, verse 38, after leaving the synagogue that day, Jesus went to Simon, that's Peter, went to Simon's home where he found Simon's mother-in-law very sick with a high fever. Please heal her, everyone begged. 39, standing at her bedside, he rebuked the fever and it left her. And she got up at once and prepared a meal for them. So Simon had witnessed, Simon had witnessed Jesus heal his mother-in-law. 
Okay, I haven't been able to ascertain really how familiar Simon Peter was with Jesus at this point when Luke 5 happened. But he was familiar enough that he had watched Jesus heal his mother-in-law with a fever. Now, Peter probably is the disciple that I relate to the most. Like I pay attention to Caesar. I mean, to Simon, to Peter, Caesar, Peter. So I pay attention to him because every time I see myself in Peter, I see the things that Peter does in myself and especially in this. So Peter had seen Jesus heal his mother-in-law. So verse one. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen. So Jesus was like, every time he turned around, people were hungry for what he had. He noticed two empty boats on the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Now, get the, get the, get the, when I did my digging today, they were fishing in the Sea of Galilee. In the Sea of Galilee, uh, what I discovered is that it's best to fish in the in the closer to land in at night okay that's key here that as experts at fishing they knew peter and his crew which his partners was james and john the best time to fish was at night near the land so catch that that's important Catch that near the land. Verse three, stepping into one of the boats, like Jesus just gonna walk up and like, I'm getting in this boat. I, I just love that. It's like, I'm getting in this boat. Nobody's here, but I'm gonna get in this boat. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds there. So, the key here, and I went back and looked at every single translation. I looked at, well, I can't say every single, but I looked at King James. I looked at New Living. I looked at International. I looked at the message, and I looked at the passion. Jesus asked Simon. He didn't order him. He didn't tell him. Each one of the translations said he asked Simon. So Simon had a choice. Simon wasn't given an order. And the beautiful thing about Jesus is he's given us a choice to participate in our blessing and our breakthrough. Of course, he's omnipotent, so he knows what's coming. So he could have just said, Simon, you know, we need to roll out. But every translation says, he asked, he asked Simon to push it out into the water. So Simon could have said no. Now think about you, you've been up all night because Simon, remember Simon is the, is a fisherman. You've been up all night, you've been working hard and here comes Jesus asking you, well, can you do a little bit more work and push on out? What would you have said? 
I would like to think that I would have said, okay, Jesus, <laughs> okay, but uh, and it probably would have factored in Jesus just healed my mother-in-law, so if nothing else, I owe him one. Oh, Patrice says you cannot get deep water blessings with shallow water living. Love that, Patrice. But I probably in my head, remember, I said I relate to Jesus. I mean, I relate to Peter. In my head, I probably been like, you know what, Jesus, you came through on my mother-in-law. So you know what? I'm going to do you this solid. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and roll up on out. So he sat in the boat and he taught the crowds. Verse four, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. In that one simple statement, God dropped three nuggets on Simon, on Peter, Simon Peter. He told him where to go. Told him to go deeper. He told him what to do, let down your nets. And he told him what to expect to catch some fish. Now, process that through your own mind. Pretend you don't know the end of this story. You've been, you are a fisherman. Your expertise is in the lane of graphics lawanda and here comes jesus who is a carpenter trying to tell you how to execute a secret uh keystroke in photoshop but you've been rocking in the financial field for decades and here comes jesus who is a carpenter trying to tell you well let's not we you don't put the money in that mutual fund Patrice knows logistics. And here comes Jesus the carpenter telling her to do something contradictory to what she already knows. It ain't going to work. How would you have responded? And here comes Jesus giving three things, what to do. And, and, and when I was looking at this, my mind went back to when God told me I had to leave L.A. to go to Atlanta. He told me where to go. You got to go to Atlanta. What you going to do? You're going to create and host a TV show for HBCU students. And what do you expect? What should you expect? After you go where I tell you to go, do what I tell you to do, you are going to build an empire. <laughs> How crazy does that sound? Kiva, you have been, been in the, in working with breast cancer patients for years and years and years. And here comes a dude here comes a dude who you know the best he can do right now is on a fluke. It could have been coincidence. Come on now. Don't act like Simon had a whole bunch of experience with Jesus on coincidence. You know, he just happened. My mother-in-law's fever was going to break after any time now. So, okay, I'm going to chalk that up to that. But now here dude stepping in my territory. 
it, 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 he, he gonna pretend that he knows my lane of genius. I know what works. I know, ain't no fit. First of all, bruh, it's daytime, bruh. And you telling me to go deeper. My decades of expertise says, no, that ain't gonna work. And yet you, you, you gonna want me to contradict all of my expertise. That's why the title of this is God's exception trumps your expertise every time. So don't sit here and act like you wouldn't be a Peter. Kiva says, yup, been there with people out of their lane. I don't know how with that. Exactly. But because we know how the story ends, we get caught up in, that's a dang on shame that Peter was like that. Don't he know this is Jesus? Yeah, he has, he has seen Jesus um, heal his mother-in-law. But now you coming into my world. I know this. That's why when I coach people in media, I tell them, listen, my expertise says, yeah, you're not a fit for that show. But if God says otherwise, it don't matter what TJ says. I've learned that. Verse five, master, Simon replied, here's where we see it. We worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. <laughs> but here's where Peter redeems himself. Here's where Peter's mustard seed of faith kicks in. Last night, we talked about Abraham, Abram not having any kind of history with God because he was raised in a pagan society. And it just simply said, Abram departed as God instructed. Here's my hook for tonight. Here's my hook. This is what set off the, the, the boom in my spirit. But if you say so, that part right there. But if you say so, that, that tiny mustard seed, simply because Peter knew enough about Jesus that he must have a different perspective. He must have that perspective of looking high. You know how you look at a maze and when you're in the maze, you can't really figure out which way to go. But when you're looking above the maze, you can your eyes can immediately track where it should go. He must have known there's a little bit of inkling like, you know what? This dude saved my mother-in-law. He may know a little something, something. So, but if you say so. To me, that but if you say so has become my second favorite verse in scripture. My first verse is in the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh where they're going into the fiery furnace and they telling King Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, yo, bruh, we're we, we not going to bow down to you because we know God can deliver us. And I think the scripture is, but even if not, I like, I love that. Like, don't get it twisted. I know my God can. I just don't know if he will in this instant. But even if not, they still are going to believe. That's my first one. This one has now become like 1.5. But if you say so, what is your but if you say so moment? What is what is your but if you say so moment, Bert? 
Lisa says, I'm listening, but I'm distracting because I'm crushing on your glasses. Yes, Lisa, we will talk this week. But what what is what is your but if you say so that God is because this season is built around God is speaking to his kids. And you're you're in a moment, he's telling you to do something that's crazy and he can't he, he's trying to and it ain't about you. And you, you, you hanging on and you just don't believe God. And I know for a fact, because the messages have been in my inbox all day of people telling me the things that God is calling them to do. They can't believe that he's calling them to do it. So they're at their, but if you say so moment. They're at their, their, but if you say so moment, I'm just going, I'm going to have a little bit of mustard faith that God, you're telling me I can do this. I don't believe that I can, but if you say so. When God told me to um, do the HBCU bingo, and I had, I'll say I had cantaloupe size faith. And so I asked him for $100,000 in cash and prizes to be able to give away. That was my but if you say so moment. Because remember, for those of you who walked through the original bingo with me, come on. Y'all, I'm telling you, y'all are at your butt if you say so moment. There are some of you, I'm, I feel it. Thank you, God. There are some of you here that you just cannot believe that God wants you to do this. You're asking yourself, what in the world? And like last night, I told you, he's only going to give you that first step. But you gotta be like Peter. You have enough, if you're here with me right now, I believe you have enough experience with God that you have a mother-in-law moment. You've watched him do at least one thing in your life that you can get to your, but if you say so. You have enough history in your life that you can get to, but if you say so. It's done. What was I saying about the bingo? Oh, so the bingo started with me being lonely and missing people and wanting to do something to get people together. And so I was willing to only take $100 divided up into 10 games for one night. A hundred dollars. That's it. And I forgot, usually Andrea's here. I forgot to ask you guys to hit that share button. Andrea normally will handle all that stuff for me. Um, so hit the share button if, if you think people or other people are at that, their butt if you say so moment. And so I, I was content with that. But then what had happened was y'all started giving. Some of you were here. Y'all started giving and donating. So after six weeks, remember we're supposed to do one night. <laughs> after six weeks, we had given away almost 10,000 in cash and prizes. But I operated on, but if you say so. So my history was God was when the HBCU bingo came around, I saw what he had done with the regular bingo. He had take a hundred dollar seed and transformed it into almost ten thousand dollars. 
So my but if you say so is, okay, God, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. I'm going to do this HBCU bingo. So my big ask for you is to help me do 100000 But if you say so. So let's keep reading and see what happens. Master Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. Remember, God told him three things. Now go out where it is deeper, let down your nets to catch some fish. Verse six, and this time, <laughs> and this time, Lisa, and this time, Miss Gwen, and this time, Miss Lashenda, and this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. <laughs> now, if that ain't my, God, can you give me $100,000 on your but if you say so moment and transform it into over $1 million in cash and prizes? <laughs> that was, remember, I identified with Peter. So that's the moment I had. What are you stopping God from doing because you are too busy going, but I already tried that last night. My expertise says that ain't gonna work. And here's the thing, just catch the visual of this. It wasn't like Peter was a fisherman. So those of you have, who have lanes of genius and you, 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 you are walking um, with the tools that you need to do your job effectively, there's a good chance you ain't rolling cheap. So I'm willing to bet Peter had top dog nets. It's like the 99 cent toilet tissue versus Charmin. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you're gonna pay extra, but if you really are, are, are a fisherman, you're gonna have top tier nets that are just not gonna tear. But God had, but blessed, Jesus had come through and told Peter exactly what he needed to do to the point it was overflowing so much that his top tier equipment was about to tear. What are you stopping yourself from? Because you won't try it one more time. And trust me, I am speaking to myself that your expertise is hindering you from trying to tell and, and has you just counted it out and you're not looking at God's exception to the rule. The exception is, yeah, I know it's, it's better for you to fish at night closer to the land. But here's the thing, y'all. I have made creation. I made the land. I made the sun. I made the, the, the ocean. I know where the fish are. So I'm going to need you to make an exception to the rules I created. <laughs> That's how dope God is. Like these are the, the natural rules I have over I have implemented in the earth. In nature, yes, I know I created it that the fish are closer to the land at night. But I'm going to make an exception to my own dang on rule. And I'm going to show you that your expertise don't mean nothing here. My exception is going to trump your expertise. 
catch that, yo. If I, I hope you are getting it, cause that set me free. Like he told him exactly what to do, where to go, and what to expect. What has he told you to do, Talina? Ah, uh, Bert, that's good. Bert says my smartness is limiting my promise. Yeah. Tish says, my God, I repent for stopping your promises from coming into fruition. Yvette says, if it does not exist when God tells you to do it, he will bring it into existence for you. Oh, I like how Miss Marilyn puts it. Jesus will break protocol. That's yummy. Jesus will break protocol. Jesus, they, they broke their own rules to show up for Peter. And in this season, we're going to be experiencing, mm, we're going to be experiencing things that God is doing that you're going to be like, well, wait, how that, what, how could that, that ain't supposed, wait, hold up, wait a minute, that usually, no, wait, did God, hold up, <laughs> like, I see it, y'all, I see it. Like it, he really is going to be doing that in this season. And that is the point of why I believe he has me showing up for you is to get you to see this and to start planting seeds and what, and get you ready for what he's about to do. So you can move, so you can go deeper and let down your nets one more time. Even though your expertise says this ain't going to work. Sean says, some days I'll smart myself and see I ain't as smart as I thought. Yes. Let's keep going. Is this good? Is this helping? I need to, I need to take a drink of water. Is this helping? And Patrice, paste that um, link in the chat because at the end of this, I want to hear from three people who have something to say about the takeaways from tonight. So if you go to this, this link, if you go to this link, it will enable you to come into my room and I can bring you on camera. Cause I really want to hear how this is landing. Cause it, if y'all can't tell, it was exciting for me. It was so exciting for me. All right, where was I? Seven, a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. What I saw here is what God is going to bless you with. And I'm not meaning materialistically. I'm not meaning um, uh, anything like that. I'm meaning what he's going to bless you to do is going to benefit other people. You're not going to be able to carry it yourself. You're going to need help to carry what he's going to do. Perfect example. HBCU bingo. We have managed to collect. Not within, get this guys, when I'm saying 1.5 million in cash and prizes or whatever the number is, it was over a million, maybe 1.3 something. It was over a million, whatever it was. We managed to do that without any major 
campaigning or asking. It literally was people actually reaching out to me saying, do you need this? Can I donate this? It was so abundant that I couldn't manage it myself. The logistics of it had to be shared. That other boat had to come in. Other lanes of genius had to come in and partner with me to manage it all. Are you getting that? Like I couldn't, I couldn't manage the overflow. I had to, Erica's here. Yes, Erica's one of my bingo squad. I had to lean on Erica, lean on Patrice, lean on Simonia. I had to lean on them and call them, bring another boat, yo, because I'm in overflow. My little systems can't handle this. I need a bigger system to handle this. So when I tell you I am identifying with Peter, I just came out of a season of looking like Peter. It can happen. And just think about it, yo. Bingo. God took it and my team and I just kept saying, yo, but it's just bingo. God took something as simple as a game that's almost a hundred years old to bless people and not only bless these students. There were people that were walking with me on the journey that got blessed. Bingo. We used to say like, but wait, it's, it's just bingo. Like we literally, Patrice, Erica, who else is here? Sean, who else is here that was on the meetings? How many times would we be go? We would just have to stop and go, yo, wait, yo, this, this is, this is just bingo. This, this is just bingo. This is all coming about because of bingo. Like we're getting national exposure over a game of bingo. But we took it. And we made it epic that it was way more than bingo. Our nets were tearing. It ended up being way more than bingo. Verse eight. Yo, they were overflowing. Wait, hold on. Verse seven. They were overflowing. They were about to sink. Like, and that's where I was in bingo. Like, yo, I don't know how to manage all of this. Um, that, yeah, I'm gonna need help because I'm over here drowning. Erica would tell you there were meetings I would sit and cry, like, y'all, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm over here drowning trying to manage all of this. Verse eight, when Simon Peter realized what had happened, this is so TJ, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. It's like it hit Simon. In my mind, what happened here is it dawned on him like, yo, Jesus really is that dude. Like he really is that dude. And how dare I? How dare I doubt him? And then there's that moment of shame and guilt. Like, how could I even question? And like, and the beauty, oh my God, the beauty of it is 
that Jesus knew that Peter doubted and he still did it for him anyway. That's, that's just the love of God that he knew he was doubting him and he still did it for him anyway. And so what Jesus came up on is God's favor in light of his doubt. When I, when I hit, I hit a hundred thousand in cash and prizes for the HBCU bingo in about four days. That's exactly what I did. How in the world, Lord, could I have put you in a box like that with something you called me to do? How could I just go in a box like that? Oh my gosh, Instagram, y'all been talking to me? I am so sorry, Instagram, it wasn't scrolling. Y'all been talking to me and I haven't been talking back. Please forgive me. I didn't realize y'all have been talking to me. Hey, Instagram. Um, but it was one of those moments like, God, I just asked you for 100,000 and you came through and still hit up me with over a million? That wasn't even on my radar. And God still did it for him even though he questioned it. Mm. Verse nine, for he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught as were the others with him. Yeah, pretty much I was awestruck at, I was awestruck at a, at 100,000. <laughs> so don't get it twisted. I, I was awestruck at 100,000. So when he hit with the million and my nets began to tear, I was just like, yeah, I just can't believe this. We're going to be, we're going to be pinching ourselves for days after this. Verse 10. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. This is where I wanted to get to, too. This is another point I wanted to get to. They were also amazed. So the people around you are going to be amazed at what God does. Who all here has been walking with me since I announced that I was moving to Atlanta and walked with me, especially during the bingo, and watched it? And you were amazed at what God did. So James and John were his partners. They got to witness it. Hey, my Cheryl. They got to witness it. And here's what I really liked. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid from now on. You'll be fishing for people. I like that verse because even though Peter didn't believe, God still called him. It didn't change that God went in that knowing that ultimately he was going to have Peter be on his squad. Even though he knew Peter doubted, he, it didn't change that he called him. He still called Peter to go out and be a fisher of men. 
I would argue that God set this whole thing up to increase Peter's faith and how Peter got down. It solidified what Peter would be willing to believe God for next. And just, I love that even though Peter didn't believe, it didn't change that God called him. And Bert, I'm gonna take a twist on that because the more Bert says uh, he doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. I'm going to take a twist on that because the more I get into this walk with God, I've been qualified. I came into the earth qualified simply because I was called. I just didn't know it. And the journey has been me accepting that I'm qualified. The journey has been accepting that there were things I needed to accumulate to get me to this point of 47 years. But God qualified me before I inhaled one wisp of breath. He knew I was born for this moment. So you all are sitting there who are thinking you're not qualified then you're discounting that God didn't have an intentionality for your life. If you're thinking you're not qualified, you're discounting that he didn't have a purpose already assigned to you before your mama met your daddy, liked, enough, liked each other enough to get busy at least one time to create the miracle of you. We were born qualified. We just didn't know it. And it's time for in this season, in this moment, to accept that whatever God told you, you were qualified for this. And you want to step into, but if you say so. Cheryl, I'm coming to your street based on the message you sent me. You were born to do this project that you are doing. You were qualified before you got here. Your mind just had to catch up with the qualification. You gotta catch up to the qualification. So from this day forward, we're no longer discounting our qualifications to walk into the call that God has given us. We walk around knowing we are qualified and the prayer is, Lord, help my mind catch up to what you've already qualified me to do. And the last thing, we're going to go a little over maybe. As soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. So let me go back though. I want to, I want to, I want to, I don't want y'all to miss a nugget that God showed me. Verse 10, his partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee were also amazed. 
Jesus replied to Simon. Jesus replied to Simon. He didn't talk to James. He didn't talk to John. He replied to Simon. And I checked it in all translations. He told Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. But verse 11 says, as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. So John and James had a front row seat to Peter being called. Jesus didn't say, James and John, you're going to be fishers of men. He was talking directly to Peter. But they, James, John, and Peter, left everything to follow Jesus. Who are you Peter for? Who's in your orbit that's watching your walk? And they're watching what God is doing in your life. And they're willing to step out on faith and do the thing that they were called to do. That's what's happening in this moment. That's what happened last night. The messages that I got. Cheryl, so when I replied to you and I said, God used you to make a point I was teaching tonight because what is common to what people are telling me is that they've watched how I've gotten down. Remember I said, I relate to Peter. They've watched how I've gotten down from some of them have been with me since day one and have watched me find my voice. They've watched me birth books. They've watched me birth Media Mavericks. They've watched me birth Project Dreamlight. They've watched me actually take on Hollywood projects that I didn't feel I qualified for. There's that word. They've watched me leave everything from LA my whole life, all of my familiarity with my home and move to Atlanta. They've watch me do bingo they're my James and John they needed to have a front row seat to what is possible I've been that for you I know I've been there that for Cheryl I know I've been that for uh Bert I know I've been that for Patrice and so many others of you because you've told me, I'm not trying, I'm not bragging. You've told me and that you're willing to take a leap of faith just because you watched me take the leap. And then watch this. John was quiet in this, but John, the actually, uh, the, the, the spectator, the audience to watching Jesus work through Peter, through his doubt, John goes on to write, one of the books of the gospel, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, and Revelation, based on him watching what Jesus did in Peter's life. Come on now, do you see it? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? The reason why I believe God is assembling you, this community that I'm building, and I can be your Peter because you need to see how it looks like to be called and still doubt is because you now have to go out and be Peter to someone else. Instagram, I'm getting ready to lose you. So you got to come over into Facebook or come over into um, uh, Periscope or YouTube, okay? But it's getting ready to leave. What is that? What does that look like for you? What do you finally have to get together and discover 
I'm not walking this out just for me. I'm walking this out for the people that are watching me. Luanda says, I watched you deliver messages to a full church full of folk when you were only a teenager, like you were grown. <laughs> yes, Luanda is my friend since second grade. But wasn't that good, y'all? Looking at it like that, Jesus spoke, spoke to Peter and told Peter, don't be afraid because you're going to go be fishers of men. But John and James got to witness it. And because they got to witness it, John became his own force. Hi, Laura. John became his own force. Now you got to go do that. You got to go do that. And again, I'm posting the link in the chat because if this is hit home, I need you to come on camera and tell people how this is hitting home. This is a community that we're building. This is a community that we're building. So it ain't just about me, it's me equipping you. And even for me to be bold enough and get the confidence enough to state that and say, this. Is Lipstick Chatter here, Chantel? Is she still here? Because Chantel has been one of the ones that have been with me since the beginning of me not even wanting to mention the word that I am a leader. I never wanted to be anybody's leader. I never wanted to be in the forefront. I was an editor for 20 something years. An editor works in a 10 by 10 room. I didn't care that nobody didn't know my name. I just wanted to be left alone to be creative for my TV shows. I had no intention of being anybody's leader. So there are people who have watched this. They've watched me accepting that I'm qualified. They have watched this because God used me to be the Peter in their lives. Cheryl, I would really love if you came on camera, really would really love if you came on camera, if you're presentable. Let me double check, let me look at my notes to make sure I've said everything that was in my heart while some of you are deciding if you're going to come on. I can't even read my handwriting. Oh, one of the things that also showed up is like, how was when when he said they left everything? They didn't go back in. I, I imagine, like, was Peter walking and he was like, yo, Deshaun, you can have my boat. Uh, Daryl, make sure you can have all my tools. Like, was he just walking off the pier and just like, you know what? I'm out. Just like Abram was last night. It said, Abram, so Abram departed just as God instructed. Jesus said, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. In verse 11, as soon as they landed, they left everything. Deuces, they out. It's like Peter finally accepted what he was qualified for. I'm out. And he's telling uh, Pookie, Ray Ray, take care of mama. I'll be back. Shanene, I'll be back. Maybe. But right now, I got some business to handle. So it wasn't like he spent a lot of time getting his affairs in order. 
Okay, I've gone through all my notes. Yep. I remember when I left LA, that was how I was. Tish, Tish was, uh, God told Tish to come help me. And I was torn between giving away, uh, having a, a, a garage sale and making money. And then I was like, no, I'm out. That's taking too much time. So I just started giving stuff away. I gave away flat screens. I just told people, I emailed them privately, asked them, do you want this? They come and get it. We put stuff out on the 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 yard and let people drive by. Stuff was just gone because once I accepted my call, I was out. It was a deuces moment. It was a deuces moment. So, all right, Cheryl came in. Hi, Cheryl. Uh, okay, so Patrice, I got my three, but if someone else wants to come in, use that link I've posted. And Patrice, you paste, you posted it on the Facebook page, right? All right, yes. so you're live. Your takeaways for tonight. What stepped on your toe? What I posted, um, you can't get deep water blessings with shallow water living. Mm -hmm. He's saying go into the deep. It doesn't matter that you 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 fished in the deep before, that you tried that before, that you almost drowned in the deep before. I got one, two, three. Where to go, what to do, and what to accept. Mm -hmm. And but if you say so, I'm putting that. I got a chalkboard back there. It says reset the standard. Yep. Underneath that, but if you say so. But if you say so. Remember, I, I said at the beginning of this. That's going to be right up there with um, as God instructed. Mm -hmm. That's that's right there for me. But if you say so, because cool. you, I put something in the chat and I noticed that you didn't you didn't say what I put in the chat. Oh, well, I uh, what I put in that I was a beast at being at serving. Oh, yeah, and, I, I saw that. I was like, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> there 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 it is that's going into the deep for me yeah that's yeah. going into the deep for me because if you keep it surface level it's just i'm a servant I, yeah I, so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm done because i'm just oh breaking protocol ay, ay, ay. wasn't that good like god will break his own protocol yeah we don't, that was we good. don't fish during the day Yes, 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 yes. I we love that. I'm grateful. We don't go into a new career in the 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 latter end of our life after fifty. Yeah. Break, Break protocol. Tell me where to go. Yep. All right. Thank you, Patrice. Bert. Woo. <laughs> Crackle. And pop is how my feet feel right now. Um, what, what do I say, TJ? I, I, only thing I can say is this, is that I think your last few words really hit home, which is we came to this world qualified. Mm. And this one thing I've learned in this past six months, especially in the midst of this pandemic, is to accept that I am qualified for what I give myself credit for. I've played smaller than people have said I'm qualified for. So that was my big takeaway that I'm we're qualified. I need to accept that I'm qualified. I can't just work qualified, but I need to accept that. And that that was my big takeaway today. Yes, I love that. Because when I, I mean, that is a popular expression. 
God, you know, it's a really popular expression. That and favor ain't fair is one of the things that I'm, I, you know, popular expressions that I'm looking at. I'm going, but fair by whose standard? Because what are we, what are we basing fair on? It's, it's God's way of determining where he puts his favor. And God is always fair. You know right. what I'm saying? So that right. to me registers with one of those, that same statement that we say and it's popular, but if we think about it, it's like, well, yeah, I am qualified. Cause if God didn't think I was, he wouldn't have assigned me to it. Right. So maybe it's me that don't, that does not believe I'm qualified. And that's yeah, a whole different ball game. The second thing you said that was so powerful is that I have plenty of evidence for God has shown up in my life. Why do I keep doubting? When I have evidence in the court of law, evidence will get you convicted. But I have plenty of evidence that God has shown up in my life. Why do I keep doubting? Yep. That was whoo. Yeah, like I said, snapback on Paul. Peter only had seeing Jesus heal his mother-in-law. That was enough for him to go, but if you say so. Mm-hmm. That was enough. Yeah. So then you got to be have this whole, you know, there are days I have watermelon faith and then there's days I have mustard seed faith. Mm-hmm. However, it's going to keep going back to, but Lord, if you say so, if you yes. say I can do this. Yeah. Yes. Cool, yes. Bert. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheryl. <laughs> thank you. Oh, goodness. 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 On both my toes. And my toes are messed up as it is. And you stepped on both of them with steel toed boots. My bare gnarled up, chewed up toes. Um, my goodness, I just, I, I will have to go back and, and listen to the replay because I've been on, on a Zoom call with my co-facilitator. Real quick, I just, I just have to tell you how much you have inspired. I would not have, I promise you, I would not have taken, taken these steps, but for watching what has happened with you since before the bingo, since, you know, b- before, since before your first book, I mean, you've constantly been putting these, planting these seeds. And I didn't think I would, I still, I still struggle with feeling qualified, but am I not feeling qualified to, um, to lead these conversations about race? What, what, what was supposed to just be a small little dialogue with a group of my neighbors has turned into an international event with over 20 some odd people with more people waiting to start our next year i have a pilot i've never had a pilot anything um this is now something that that i just didn't think would happen and it was happening so fast i just i'm like okay well maybe i need to take a step back but no the places where i'm lacking god has given poured in resources mediators beyond borders international they were like i just asked them for advice they're like what do you need we'll get you now i'm looking through resumes of facilitators from peru and canada and africa and in india and everybody who's wanting to work i'm like it's just me i don't i don't know i don't know but i'm learning the nets are breaking the nets are tearing so grateful that that i've had a chance to just witness what god is doing in your life i'm so grateful that he's he's getting he's just literally pushing me out there and and i'm trying my best to be obedient so i just wanted to thank you 
for everything. Thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for the motivation. Thank you for the kick in my behind. Everything that I needed to move this forward, I have you to thank for that because you, you've given me just a little bit of, of encouragement that I need to move this forward. And, and I'm eternally grateful. I don't even know what's going to happen next, but I'm already hearing from people that they want to continue this. And, and it all ties back. So you are going to be reaching, you're reaching people everywhere because of how you are and who you are and what you mean to me and others team so thank you thank you thank you Woo. now i need I to go put band-aids on these toes <laughs> <laughs> um i did want to bring you know people on to shower me with accolades that's not the point that i was making the point is but i needed you guys to see tangible examples of watching me operate like Peter and what God has done to now get other people out to serve on how God created them to serve. And yes, it does my heart good that I inspire and I've triggered this, but I know what God has called me to be is somebody's answered prayer. However, I show up that way and to be an example of the power of God. And that's why I want this to be a community. God is still developing that and showing me how to do it. And one of the ways is asking you guys to come on and share so that y'all can start seeing each other's faces. You can start seeing what each other is doing to see how it all aligns. I see my girl Terry has popped in. Terry will be our last one and I'm gonna pray us out. There's Terry. Hi, hey, Terry. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. The thing that got me was when you said that the blessing was for Peter. Peter was obedient, but then John wrote the book. Yes. And that just killed me. Like all these blessings that, that you are so right. Like God has been speaking into my heart, but it's actually because other people are going to see what's happening in my life. And I've seen what happened in your life. Mm -hmm. And then those people will get blessed to the point where they're the ones writing the story now. It's yeah. not even about us. They're telling our story. And I, I thought that was just, that took me all the way out. Yeah. I, yeah. When God showed me that, I was like, he was, and I kept going back like, wait, Jesus pokes to Simon, but John and James caught wind of it. Like something in what they saw was like, oh no, -uh, you ain't leaving me behind. I want a piece of this too. And I'm like, that's so dope. Like he was speaking to Peter. But yeah. he inspired James and John and watching what God did for Peter is what inspired. And then this dude goes on to be part of the Gospels. He then writes first John, second John, third John. And then he writes the last book of the Bible. Like it don't get no more dope than that. Yeah. Like, now, and, tell, and tell me this real quick. Do you remember at the end when Jesus comes back and he's talking to Peter and he's like, but do you love me? Oh, okay. I'm going to keep Okay. Don't get ahead of me. I, I feel like God is going to, because he showed me a snippet of what he wants me to teach on that. Okay. Like, well, I, I mean, John, was that John that was with them too? Uh, probably, but don't quote me. I'm going to okay. go back and study that. Cause I feel like God wants me to revisit that and show the nuggets that okay. Okay. comes out of that. So I have a feeling at some point, this is going to continue of, Peter being our thread of just really watching what God does with Peter. 
I'm so excited. But this this hit all the way home for me. And even just the fact that, like, there are some things in my life, you know, I'm a trader. There's uh-huh. some things where it's like, but Lord, that didn't work before. But he's like, nope, try it again. Do it again. This time I said try. So it's like, okay, Lord, if you say so, yeah. we do it again. If you say so, exactly. We got to get to that point. But if you say so, and you got to almost say it with like, you know, the sing song, shrug your shoulders. But if you say so, <laughs> you yes. know, yes, 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 yes. All right, y'all. Thank you, Terry. Good to see you, Pumpkin. Good to see you too. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. All right, y'all. Let's pray it out. Let's let's pray it out. I'm gonna cover you for tomorrow. We're gonna be here tomorrow. Uh, he's already planted what I think I'm gonna talk about tomorrow, but I'm not sure. We're gonna see. Uh, but Lord God, we come before you. We come before you with such gratitude. We come before you just being thankful for all that you've done, all that you revealed. I don't know about them, God, but I love this stuff. I love how you built me. So I'm thankful that you have given me the gift that you've given me where the, the, the words that you have written thousands of years ago comes alive for me and it makes you so personal to me. So I'm grateful, Lord God, that I get to do this. And then I'm grateful for the each person that's represented here that are sitting on the sound of my voice and letting me pour into them. It is such a privilege and an honor to arrive at that place where I get to serve you in this aspect. So I thank you. I thank you for the Burks, the Patrices, the Terrys, the, the Tawanas, the Lawandas, the Kivas, the Talinas, the Terrells, the Tishes. I thank you, Lord God, for, for every single person that is here, my Tonys. I thank you. And Lord God, may I please still be the ultimate Peter for them. Continue to use me in such a way that it points them to you, that they start looking at you as their source. Yes, I inspire them, but God, you train them, you qualify them, you send them out to become fishers of men. What you're doing in this season, Lord, I still don't have a clue. I think we just at the beginning. So I'm looking forward to the testimonies to where the lines are lined up of people waiting to share for their 60 seconds of teach. Let me tell you what God did today. I thank you for the workings that you're doing behind the scenes and all the things that you are lining up because you are so intentional, not coincidental. I thank you, God, for the things that are being moved in the spirit realm for such a time as this. And we are giving Satan notice, not today, not in this window, not in this community. Do you have any say so? We bind you right now and we come against anything that would disrupt the divine timing of what you've called each of us to do for this season. You have no place here, Satan. And I will stand in the gap for each one of the people that are listening to me live and we ultimately listen to the replay. I thank you, God. I thank you, my God. I thank you, my God. I thank you. 
I thank you for the businesses that are being birthed. I thank you for the books that are being written. I thank you, God, for that nugget of impossible idea that is now taking seed and you are planting it by this word tonight that is now getting ready to start taking shape and is going to blossom and it's going to start birthing through the, the soil that has been buried in the darkness that this was that last nudge that your kid needed to say, but if you say so, God, if, you, if you're telling me I can do this, give me what I need. I'm having Peter faith right now because my expertise says, that, mm, yeah, this, this goes against nature, but then help them remember quickly, you created nature, so it is in your divine right to break the rules of nature. I thank you for what you're doing. And I'm just so excited I can barely sleep. I thank you, God, that you put me back into the, this zone where it feels so natural and it feels so good to be this, to do this, to be the storyteller that you created me to be. It feeds me, it nourishes me. So thank you. It makes me happy. It brings me joy. I thank you. Help each one of my tea lights that are represented here to know that I love them. I'm always thinking of them and what can serve them. Help them to be unashamed about showing up and getting what they need from me because you have put me in overflow so that I can serve them. And then I'll go back into hibernation and let you recharge me again. And that's fine. Because if that's what we do, that's what we gonna do. I love how we get down, God. And I thank you for this band of misfits that are just crazy enough to think that through your power, your will and your might, we can change the game. I thank you for all the new technologies that have come out of this circle. I thank you for the restored relationships that are going to come out of this season. I thank you for the financial windfalls that are getting ready to be loosed just because somebody had the audacity to say, but if you say so. So as we go out tonight, Lord God, protect each and every one of my tea lights that are assembled here. And may we meet again tomorrow where I'm sure you're going to show up powerfully again and I'm going to step on some toes. That's all right. That's what Band-Aids are for. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Anything else I need to know as I count it down? Hi, Kiana. As I count it down um, in 10, 9, and just like last night, um, for those of you who are gifted in the, in the gift of spiritual warfare, we recognize that what God is doing in this season, the devil ain't going to be happy about it. So I need you to cover me, please, and cover my tea lights for the month of August uh, and hit up heaven. Seven. 
6. Sean LeRae, same time. We're going to do 8.15 p.m. Eastern every night of August. 8.15 p.m. every night of August. Be sure to invite people that need to have their own, but if you say so, uh, and share this message. I'm not interested in it, it being, um, I'm, what am I trying to say? I'm not interested in it, in sharing it for the sake of sharing it just so that for exposure, that's what I'm trying to get to. I'm interested in you sharing it because what we're doing over here, more people, God is really raising up people who are getting ready to be bold and confident on how we take a stand for him. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm asking it to be shared so that we bond together as a community. Um, and as I said at the beginning that I changed it from an August full of TJ because I felt like that was self-serving to so it's like, no, this is TJ and Jesus. This is a TJ and Jesus thing. And um, I want you to get what you need from TJ and Jesus. <laughs> so um, uh, Kim Kardashian's consultant many years ago uh, looked at who I was and said, you are the best friend that everybody wishes they had. And not knowing that I get that all the time. So I wanted to spend this month being friends and friends get together and love on each other and laugh with each other. So that's what this season is, is for too, too. Cause my real life friends, they know I, when I go off the grid, can't nobody get to me. <laughs> like I don't want to talk to nobody. Um, so this is a season where all the people who consider me their best friend in their head, which is still cracks me up. I get you, my cousin in my head too. Uh, it's for us to spend time together. It's, it's for us to spend time together and have a moment together that I get to pour into you from what God has given to me. So where was I? Six, five, four, three. Thank you, Aretha. Two. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Mwah. Bye. Oh, inbox me if there's something in particular you want that's on your heart that you want me to look at and address maybe in the month of August because I'm building this. I'm building this for you. Love you, Miss T. Okay, bye. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later.